The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another Video Games to the Max, the official video games podcast of W2Night.com. I am your host, Sean Garman, here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And this is episode 184 of the show, and of course we're also in partnership with 4Mania.com and Last Word on Life. And, well, it's been a little bit, but... Yeah, about two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, God. Work has not made things fun, but hey, you gotta pay the bills and everything, so. Uh, then, uh, Dog has been getting sick, and I'm hoping he doesn't have one of his coughing fits while we're doing the recording right now, because they can go for a little bit. So, yeah, but at least you've been playing some games, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, I finished Dino Kuni 2 and Far Cry 5, uh, and I th- beat SteamWorld Dig 2. So any uh, final thoughts on Far Cry 5? I've heard you're not the only dissenting voice about the story. No, it's really bad, and it, like, the ending is bad. <laughs> and, uh, it just kind of goes nowhere. And I don't understand why they don't have you play a character. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, they did that in the past two Assassin's Creed games. Like, I think Syndicate... Syndicate really didn't have it, but... uh, Like, Rogue and I think AC Unity... Like, you were playing, like, a first-person... No, AC4 had it, not Unity. But, uh, like, the present sections, you were, like, a first-person tester at, like the company uh and you like you were walking around solving puzzles that way and it feels like the same thing in far cry 5 where it is like a nameless person you create a character but it matters it doesn't matter at all in it for anything like why not just give you like a gender neutral name like chris or something like that yeah it's weird that they go away from that to do the just the credit character thing that makes it feel like you don't matter to a game like that but yeah uh the gameplay reasonably held up i got we had me and my friend and kind of some glitches here and there but it was okay yeah it was it's like if you have a partner it's perfectly fine but if you're trying to play that game solo i would say play far cry 4 (laughs) Well, I mean, but the game is still fun, right? Like, the gameplay is still what you like about Far Cry, just the story is not good. Yeah, but you no longer have to hunt. Uh, They change the skill point system. Like, you don't have experience anymore. They just give you, like, a task of, like, challenges, and like Wolfenstein 2, which I've also been playing. Um, So it's like, you know, get 10 
handgun kills or get ten like shotgun kills, and then you get like two skill points and you buy whatever you want in the skill tree menu. That sounds exhausting. Well, there are like these little prepper stashes, like these little like five minute like dungeon, not even dungeon, just like five minute like little vault things, and they always have like a few little like perk magazines in there to give just give you free perk points, which is helpful. So to, I mean, you would just you would say that it's not uh, as good as the other ones then. No, God, no. Like it's, I would actually say it might be somewhat below Far Cry Primal, which is really depressing when you think about it. Far Cry Primal was still good though. Yeah, but people didn't like it because you know it's such a drastic, drastically different take. Right. Which is which is understandable. Like you're not shooting guns and you're not you know blowing shit up in that game. But uh, five, it just doesn't change enough. And the things that does change, I don't think quite work well. And then, like, having the really terrible story doesn't help anything at all. That's very sad, considering how much the story was a oh, huge it, part of the promotion and everything else. Yeah, the story, they were hyping up the story like crazy. Like, oh, it's you know, it's going to be like you and American Soil and all this other stuff. And it's like, you encounter the lieutenant, like the three siblings, more than you do the bad guy. And it's like, that's... Something something went wrong with the writing of this game. Like, if you think about the bad guys in Far Cry 3 and 4, like, they were, like, in the game, you know, all the time. Like, that guy in Far Cry 4 is calling you constantly to make fun, you know, make fun of you or taunt you. And this game has, like, nothing like that. Except for, like, these weird drug trips you keep taking. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like... For the most part, just kind of disappointing considering how much people were really looking forward to the game. It got delayed for a month and then seemingly just there. Yeah, like, I don't think it's, it's not terrible. I, I think my final review gave it like a 6 out of 10. Uh, like it's well made, but it just feels very shallow. Which is like one of the more damning things you can say about a game, really. Yeah, especially one like Far Cry that has so much to do, but then, yeah, you realize how quickly, without the substance, it kind of feels, like you said, shallow to go through that. And it'd be different if it was something new, but it's really just a lot of the same, and then you're cutting out one of the main reasons why you're playing the game, too, so. Yeah, like, I have all these, like, side missions to do, and it's like, why do I need to do them? I I you don't need money in the game, really. And I already completed all three maps, and I'm not going to get any experience for this crap. So what's the point? <laughs> exactly. So a, uh, any final thoughts on Nino Kuni 2, another game that has a lot of side quests? Yeah, uh, I gave that a thing. It's seven, maybe. Um, it's, a, it's better than Far Cry 5, I think. Um, the story kind of ends somewhat haphazardly um but it's still fine i was able to finish this one i didn't finish new community one so points up to this game uh yeah it's good i i just think like the it's just missing the charm and the heart of the first game which is like the worst thing about the game because it's mechanically way better than the first game by miles 
but it's just like doesn't have as many memorable characters or like the good anime sequences or like the voice acting that makes it like this special game. So that's kind of the biggest drawback to Ninokuni two. Yeah, because you you can get a lot of characters right in the game from. Uh, there are a hundred characters you can recruit to your castle. Yeah, and what like Evan and Roland are like the only two important ones. Uh, you have a you can there's a party of like six characters, which is kind of I think low for an RPG, like a modern one these days. Maybe that's just me. Um, but yeah, everyone else you, like they 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 work in the castle. Like you can they work the shops or like you know the weapon store or something stuff like that. Uh, they gain experience and skill points or experience and like new skills and you know you get benefits from like doing research topics like with buildings and stuff, but I mean, that, I think that's the most fun of the game, honestly, but it's, it's also a huge time sink because it's just like waiting for counters to either go up to get currency or to go down to complete this, the research job. Is it easy to like figure out which person needs to go where? Uh, somewhat. Like some... Some jobs require like special skills, and it, like when I was like first playing the game, it's like I don't know where that skill is, or it's like I don't know how to get that person. Uh, but like once I get once you progress pretty far in the game, you pretty much can unlock everyone. Uh, almost like after the after you complete the game, it loads you back into the like your first your save, and it's like okay, here are five more characters for you to go grab, and now you can like do the post game dungeons and stuff like that. <laughs> Well, that's good, at least. Does it feel like they can do a sequel off that, or would it have to be another... Oh, yeah, I think they could. Well, like, Nino Kuni 1 and 2 are pretty disconnected. Right. Like, there's only, like, very... There's, like, a one little puzzle area that's, like, pretty... It's, like, directly from Nino Kuni 1. But aside from that, like, they are barely connected. Um, so, yeah, I think if they wanted to make, like, a, like another one, it would be cool. Um... The battle system's great. It's really easy. Like I didn't, I barely died in the game. Um, and I like, I'm fe- like, I beat the boss. The boss is like a level seventy creature, and I'm fifty one, and I beat it. <laughs> wow! I was like, All right. So it never gets hard, even on, and you're playing on like normal, right? Well, there is no, there is no, there are no difficulty options. It's just normal. It just is one, you know. Hmm. Uh, it gets, it can get occasionally difficult but never like you know if your main character dies like you just swap to a different character and then you have like you know restoration potion you know restoration items and stuff like that so it's like all right i can just restore this guy and go back to him (laughs) yeah because i think they overcompensated for the people complaining about how grindy the first game was oh yeah like there's still like there's still an element of that in this game, like there's a level ninety five like extra, like extra boss, and to beat that, you have to keep replaying the last boss of the game over and over. Like, I saw some guide, and it was like, oh, if you can do it, you can, like it took me six hours to beat the boss over and over to get to level ninety five, and it's like I'm, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm cool, thank you. I will be skipping that uh, for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a. I think it's a good RPG, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's just not memorable. 
and it like I, I didn't like the first game at all, but I still remember like Mr. Drippy, you know, or right. uh like the thing you have in this game, like the little Lisa Simpson looking demon thing barely says anything and is just like like a non character almost. Well, that stinks. Like, he, he says like what the flip constantly and that's about it. And like some <laughs> British accent and I'm like, alright. <laughs> Didn't uh Mr. Drippy say have his thing? Oh yeah, but he like he actually talked too. Like they had like a some Welsh comedian uh like do his voice. So that was like very it was sounded different, so that was impactful. This guy they have like had him play like twenty lines, that's about it. Well, that's a problem with the game in general. So it took a lot of that out. Oh, yeah. Like, there's one character who says, like, four or five lines, and I'm like, that voice is unique. Like, I would like to hear more of that character. And that was it. <laughs> and I was like, oops, well, I wish I had written that character's name down, because I guess I won't be looking her up on IMDb or anything. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good game. Like, if I would say if you can get it for, like, 30 bucks, go for it. Yeah, I'll definitely wait till it's down in price and go after it for sure. I would say it's probably better than like most of the Tales games, but I don't like them too much because they have a really weird battle system. Well, it does take a little bit of the battle system from Tales, so... Yeah, but you're not like doing like the directional inputs for like special special moves. Which is, that's, the, that's the weird part in Tales for me. Yeah, I don't really particularly like that either. Like, why are you making it difficult for me to do the moves that I need? I need to kill well, these like bosses. You're, you're normally pressing up on the D-pad, to, you know, to get close to a boss, and then it's like, what I'm going to have to press right and B to like do my special move. It's like this is this I'm is playing bad. a fighting game. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so you were also playing Steamroll Dig Two, which yeah, I just beat that. It was good. Uh, yeah, I mean it's. Better than the first game by a lot, I think. Because I, oh, I yeah, burned out of sure. the first game quite a bit. But the second one's good. I didn't get it. I didn't get everything at all, but still had fun. It's still a game you like. You can go back to whenever if you want to go get stuff, you know. So. Oh yeah, I I might, but I don't. There's no achievements or trophies on Switch, so why bother? <laughs> Very true. One of these days, uh, maybe. And the last game I probably talked about is Wolfenstein too. Like it's really weird. Really weird in. Uh, it took out the it took out a lot of the stealth mechanics of the first game, which was my favorite part. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, and it's hard. Yes. Like, I'm in stuck in this. I, I played it for like a few hours and got pretty good at it, or like you know, okay. And I shut it off, and I stopped playing for like four or five days, and I went back to it, and now I'm completely stuck because I'm in I'm in this like. Uh, top of some New York building, and I was like, "Hold off the Nazis!" And I was like, "I, I barely know how to play this right now, and I'm getting swarmed by guys." <laughs> yeah, I had to lower it to the like second lowest difficulty to play through the game. Yeah, because also, it was like ridiculous. <laughs> also, uh, I think I don't know if I told you or not, but I because you got the game for me, it was on sale. And then I paid you back, like for it was on sale for like one day for like twelve bucks, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and I installed the game and I loaded it up the next day, and like the first five minutes, every character looked like they were irradiated. 
like they were bloody and the skin was peeling off and i'm like were they turned like, zombies no no well kind of like uh the i forget her name like the first like the character like the character who dies um caroline oh, okay. yeah yeah not, i don't know if it's caroline or not but like she gets uh you know she gets killed pretty quickly like every character looked bloody and like the skin was peeling off and i'm like what the fuck is going on and i'm like this is like even the in, like the flashback to when he was a kid and his mom mm-hmm. and dad like are like look like burn victims and so does the dog and i'm like what the shit like i i looked at like youtube and i was like this is is this normal and like i was like no it's not and my game was glitching like, i think my video driver was like out of date or something so i wow. spent some time like uploading upgrading it and you know reloaded it and it was fine and i'm like oh this looks a lot better <laughs> they don't look like holocaust victims now yeah really the game's uh, bloody enough. You don't need the extra. Yeah, like the, even the dog and like your dog in the first in the flashback, like it was like looked like horribly scarred. And I'm like, this this isn't normal. I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> this is weird. Well, that's it for me. You playing anything? Or I am not. I probably could tell you what animes I'm watching more than what games I'm playing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're both, both watching Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, we're both watching Dragon Ball Z. I finished all of Dragon Ball. So I will I, not be watching that. <laughs> I watched all the movies, the four movies, so yeah. I really like that series. Um You're watching you're you're watching the Funimation like online store thing, right? No, the the app has the uncut Well yeah, but uh, I mean you're watching it through the app. That's what I meant. Right, right. Yeah, I'm, I got the Blu-ray set. Uh, that's pretty helpful. That's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I saw that. It looked really cool. Uh, Although they, it came, it comes with nine Blu-ray seasons of Dragon Ball Z, and they forgot the dust cover to one of them. <laughs> I was like, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> that looked. Uh, you could tell the difference. Certainly, yeah, certainly in that picture. Yeah, I'm in like episode forty-one. Of DVZ right now, so... I'm about, maybe, like, episode 70. Okay. Like, I'm not talking... Like, literally, the last episode I watched, like, Goku finally turned Super Saiyan, so... <laughs> well, I will probably be there in... I don't know, probably at the end of the week or something. I it's just... It's, uh... Like, it's different being able to watch... Like, I watched some of it as a kid. Some of the things, like, I remember, you know, and then... Like I go back, it's like wow, so much stuff that you learn, and then like the like all the little callbacks to having just now watched Dragon Ball, and you do realize like what you pointed out, but I, like I'd already seen it from the the Dragon Ball. They just continue it in DBZ of like how much they just like per per yeah, von Bulma, <laughs> per von Bulma, and then how you know Master Roshi just continues to perv constantly. At least he's He's consistent, you know? So, uh, that doesn't change. And, yeah, just lots of, uh, like, I, I enjoy all the characters. Like, I didn't realize how much I liked all the characters until I, you know, really got to sit down and 
uh, watch the show. So, yeah, and the other anime we've both been watching is Persona. Yeah, and Persona, which is pretty much like a fast forward version of uh, the game. So, uh, don't watch the series if you have any inclination to watch play the game because you will have the whole story spoiled for you. So, just letting you know that pretty much. Uh, but yeah, I have liked it so far. It's an like the number two was a really great. I thought like encompassed everything you kind of like about Persona. Like it has the characters. Uh, you get a little nice view of the battles uh, with some of the demons. Uh, you get the uh, Ryuji getting his, which th- thank God he's much more tolerable as in uh, Japanese. Or uh, in this, uh, he's much more tolerable <laughs> uh, than the English version of his his voice. So, uh, yeah, I I uh, I like it so far. I mean, th- they really can't go wrong. The story was great. So, I mean, if you're following that, you just get to add in the terrific animation. And uh, only thing that's kind of sad is you don't get to hear a lot of the awesome soundtrack. But I guess play the game for that, or just hear it on YouTube. Yeah, it'll be probably in there, you know, eventually. <laughs> yeah, it's in there some. Like, you get to hear it here and there when they go into certain parts. It's just, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Like, I just like that, you know, you don't get, like, all the... It's like as if you're playing the game without a tutorial. Like, I like the fact that, like, uh, oh, you're in that rest area, but they don't have to tell you. Oh, now you're now in the rest area. If you play the game, you get to, like, figure out, oh, okay, this is where they are when they before they go outside and go back into the real world or whatever. and Yeah, Morgana's already there. Yeah, you get to see Morgana perving on Nan for, for a few seconds. That's always yeah. funny. <laughs> that too. So, yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's our anime we've been watch- watching for this week. Yeah, <laughs> so, there's your anime update. <laughs> I mean, plus all the, ser- all the big series... Um, are back so like you know my hero is on again and food wars is on again so it's been fun to watch those and and all that um so speaking of another series people are really excited to show up again at some point in 2018 as long as they don't somehow screw it up and delay it again uh kingdom hearts 3 had another trailer this time it was very short and it was to show off their mini games uh, so apparently there's a classic kingdom and you go in and play sort of like game and watch like tiger electronics, uh, handheld games. Like literally they look like those games. Yeah. You never see like LCD, LCD games. Yeah. It there, it, it's pretty cool to see, but I don't know that you needed to have a trailer for this. Like I, I could have just done with, Oh, Hey, these are in the game. Kind of cool. Yeah, that you know. probably would have been a better surprise, but I can't imagine they have too much game like new gameplay stuff to actually show off. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll probably see like the Frozen World at E3, and then that's where they announce the uh, the release date. Because I feel like you can't not show the Frozen World. As much as I like to be surprised by it, I feel like Disney would be like, "We have to show this because you could get little girls and." moms and daughters to want to buy the game if they see it, which they're not wrong, but... No, the, the ending shot will just be uh, sore with the Keyblade 
and he'll strike up against three like a set of three claws and then a lightsaber and that'll be the how the trailer ends <laughs> that would be great too if they do have a star wars uh land in there but i don't know well star like... wars and star wars and marvel <laughs> yeah you got to do you got to leave one of those without showing them like if you have both of them in the game either show one or and maybe don't show either one and it'd be cool to see but I don't know. Disney's really bad about wanting to show off everything before the freaking uh, game or movie or whatever comes out. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. There's a lot of time between now and I'm sure this is a fall game. There's no way this is not a fall game. So yeah, yeah. I, I would say this is probably a damn near winter game. Like I, I envision like December. <laughs> Wouldn't I be surprised uh, at all? Uh, didn't the other games, the remixes, come out really close to? One of them came out in December. The other ones might have come out close to then, but I, you know, they got a lot of time until then. I'm pretty sure they will feel a heck of a lot more. And why not? It's a series everybody's been waiting for. So any kind of little thing you can put out there, you are going to be eating up at the at this point. Uh, another game that's got, uh, we got a few, uh, released, I mean, did you, did you find out the release dates for the, well, Spider-Man, yeah, uh, Sp- Spider-Man has its release Spyro. date, <laughs> and Spyro, which Spyro, we talked about before, was pretty much like, almost like a done deal, we were just waiting for it to be announced, pretty much. Uh, the interesting thing is it's coming to both PS4 and Xbox One uh, from the start, and not just PS4. So, if you're one of those that only has an Xbox One, which I know a few people uh, on our staff, actually, they're probably like the only two people that I know. <laughs> but, uh, they, they can enjoy Spyro uh, as well, so... Yeah, yeah. Spyro is September... Uh, 21st. Yep. And it's 40 bucks, so... Not bad. I'm a big I mean, Spyro I probably, fan. I so. probably won't, I'm not a big Spyro fan, so... It's like, alright. Someone else wants it, feel free. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Like, I'm not gonna rush out and buy it, or whatever, but... I, it'll be on my list of things. Something I will rush out and buy, though, is Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Which comes out two weeks before Spyro... September 7th. That's probably my biggest game left of the year for me, honestly. I'm surprised it's coming out in September. I thought it would be a later game, like October or November game. So that's uh, that's good. They get that out there pretty early. People get to enjoy it, and then you can have your fun with the more well, you have, holiday you have releases. To, well, I mean, Avengers is coming out. The movie's coming out later this month. Right, right, yeah. So you have to imagine the DVD of Avengers might be out in September, October. Yeah, that's true. They'll have some kind of Easter egg for it as well, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, some you know, buy the you know, if you buy both, you get ten dollars off. Or if you buy Avengers at you know Walmart, you get this coupon for the costume in the in the the movie costume in the game or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that could be true as well. I'm sure. People would love to have that in there. You get the free DLC. 
I'm excited for this, hoping that it's the next, like, big series as far as uh, the superhero games go. You know, Batman's been doing it for a while for that, but Spider-Man used to make a return to form. You know, they did have some really good games of the best. Yeah, I mean, like, the first Batman game was, like, one of the best games, you know, ever, really. But those mm-hmm. other Batman games were not. <laughs> And, like, uh, Arkham City and Arkham Knight were okay, but they didn't have the, you know, the good factor that Arkham Asylum did. I liked Arkham City a lot. It's just, after Arkham City, I felt like they had a really tough test to try to compete with those two games, and Arkham Knight was always going to be difficult for, for them to, plus they focused way too much on the... Car? On the car. It was like, yeah. really... I know people wanted the Batmobile, but I don't think they wanted it that much. Yeah, they didn't want it to be the whole focus of the game. <laughs> and that's what I really felt like in, in spots. Like there were more boss... Did you pause? No, I didn't. I was just putting myself on mute. So oh, if the okay. dog decided to I, I freak heard the out. dog cough, coughing in the back a little or like heaving or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like at night is when it uh, affects him the most, it seems like. Because he's uh, like in rest mode. But uh, like it seemed like the boss battles in Arkham Knight focused too much in the car. Like it was the whole, a lot of, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, you know, travel around the city, go find extra missions, you know, fight, all that. Don't necessarily need to go around in the Batmobile constantly. Thankfully, won't have that problem with Spider-Man, I'd imagine. Uh, There's going to be, obviously, DLC for the game, too, so expect the season pass or something of that sort. Yeah, but they said no microtransactions, which is pretty good. Well, thank you, Sony, for not for being smart and <laughs> understanding that's probably not a good thing right now. It's uh, like, you'll, you'll have to pay $1 in-game money to refill Spider-Man's web cartridge. <laughs> uh, I think I would be like, nope. You have just soured me on Spider-Man. Here. Yeah. You could see EA doing that, but not Sony. <laughs> I think EA would be smart enough not to even utter the word macrotransactions at this point. Uh, Far Cry, we did talk about Far Cry 5 earlier. It is the fastest selling game of franchise history. Uh, as it's, well, as, as far as its opening week goes, uh, the company says that they earned 310 million US dollars in the first week, doubling the Opening sales of Far Cry 4, and it's the second biggest launch ever behind The Division. I think that's kind of expected, right? People were excited for Far Cry 5. They did a great job promoting it. You bought it. Oh. It's not like you can take it back. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I think once they get through, like, after 10 hours, they'll be like, I'm going to go back to playing Siege or Wildlands or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
But hey, Ubisoft gets their money and perhaps the bad press might get to them where they don't make as much as they expect. No, I mean, this game's obviously, you know, doing well. <laughs> but it's got to wonder, like, what wonder about the DLC for Far Cry 5 with the Vietnam and the Mars stuff. Yeah, and then probably won't be getting the Game of the Year hype that the other games have gotten, too. Oh, God, no. <laughs> At least you hope not. Anyway, there are people that have really liked this game for some reason. The uh, thing that makes me sad, because we actually have uh, a review for this that I'm still editing, uh, and I feel bad to know that he's not making any money off this game, uh, the Gone Home developer, uh, Johanneman Nordhagen, uh, who developed, of course, also the Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, uh, an indie game about looking through American history, sort of like taking a road trip through it. He has made zero dollars from the game so far. He's It doesn't mean that the game hasn't sold any money, but he's had to spend any money that's been made from the game paying out collaborators and, you know, staff and all that. I guess you gave him points for that, right? He didn't just take the money and not pay his people. He paid everybody he's supposed to pay, and sadly... This is the what happens with indie games sometimes. Yeah, uh, the guy who made Polybius, uh, forget his name. Oh, what's his name? The guy who is Tempest, the Lamasoft guy. Damn it, Jeff Minter. That's it. Like, he, he tweeted, like, I've made zero dollars from Polybius at being on PSVR. And it's like, that... I could have told you that would have would have happened initially, like, before he put the game out. <laughs> like, this isn't a huge surprise, dude. Yeah, for every, like... I mean, that's the thing, though, right? Like, the VR games that sell well usually have some kind of... Either it's Sony attachment, like Moss... Or, you know, it's a big franchise like Resident Evil 7 that has, like, 5 million sold right now. I Probably some of that's due to the VR in it. And, you know, that but that game was really, really well made for VR. It's a horror game in VR. I mean, how can you go wrong there? It's Resident Evil going back to its roots. I mean... Not how most games in VR are not going to sell. Well, yeah, just because, yeah. like the headsets really aren't out there yet. Still, I mean, there's like a million out there, but compared to like the you know 20 million PSV4s out there, it's like that's that's bad. And then it's also you know a matter of like the cream of the crop. Like, it's not like you can get like a demo. There's no demo stations, or you can't. You know, most games don't have like a you know, try before you buy a thing, so it's like, oh. Yeah, and I feel and there's like... Also, there's also just not a ton of PSVR reviews. <laughs> well, not just that. I think also, like, think about it like this. I mean, the games that you're hyping, what, Doom VFR and Skyrim, and these are old games at this point. Yeah. Like, uh, especially Skyrim. Like, 
you know, Skyrim has a name, but I think people aren't just dying to play it in VR. If they yeah. played it there, they're going to play it the same way they played it before. Uh, you know, Doom probably looks cool and everything, but I can also see where it could probably make people nauseous. It's just, I, I think you, the problem is you lack a lot of first party, like big time initiative to PSVR. And I mean, I think that's good that it's selling. And I think, you know, they keep dropping the price and they can keep dropping the price all they want to, but you're still asking people to s- shell out $200, $300 for an extra peripheral that they don't really need. Think about how many games you could buy with that instead. Yeah, and that's a problem that companies have always had with, like, peripherals. Like, remember the Sega CD? <laughs> yeah, the Connects. You know, unless you make it necessary, like the... You know, I think I'll give Nintendo credit. Every time they made some kind of change to the Wii remote, and you had to you had to spend that forty dollars because you couldn't play the latest whatever Wii remote game or ones that came after it because it needed that extra peripheral that you had to pay for. So I mean, yeah, but also those games like there was only like four games. Like same thing with the new 3ds. Like right what three games he was like the our only new 3ds exclusive <laughs> yeah but a lot of like the games did play better with oh, yeah. that remote I, I just, plus or whatever if you had it yeah but i mean but, and then plus you've got the if you if you bought the move controllers which i mean you don't need them but some of the games do work better with them it's, it's so annoying to have to use those as well so yeah that's this is where i wish we had uh daniel on because he has one of those and i know he likes it but again I'm, like the, I, the... i'm sure if i had it i'd like it too but it's not something i really need to invest in and if i was i'd get a vibe because my computer can handle it and there's more stuff on the vibe i'd like to, i'd like to tr- mess around with <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I would like to check out Moss. I'd like to play Resident Evil 7 in VR just to kind of see what that's like, but I don't really feel like there's that killer game that, oh my god, if I don't play this right now, you know, like, I'm not saying that we need to have a God of War VR or whatever for that to happen, but I don't know. Just Yeah. Maybe it's... Uh, Somewhere down the line, it just ever takes off. But I feel like it's not taking off as much as they wanted to, and that's gonna keep being a trend, honestly. Right. Uh still sad for uh, Mr. Nordhagen uh, to not make money off his game that he spent a lot of time making. Uh, you know. Yeah, and it seems to get, have gotten decent reviews, but. I mean, the other real problem is that Steam is so clogged up of crap right now that barely anything kind of, like I said earlier, kind of reaches it to the top. Yeah, it's a very unique game, too. It's not something that, like, jumps off the page, like, my gosh, I gotta go play this right now, you know. Um, it's very niche. So, so a lot of the indie games that you see come out and do great things has some kind of hook to them or some easy... Easily, uh, at least you can get into it in one way or another. Um, this really doesn't, so. Yeah. 
that's uh, one of those uh, sad things. The same thing with, you know, this this uh, game has a bigger name attached to it, but still didn't do very well. For obviously has competition that probably made it difficult for it to do well. But uh, Lawbreakers is done. Uh, no surprise there, really. This game has just bombed horribly. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like. I mean, great I, that you're admitting that you haven't talked about the game, and I, I, I think the one, go ahead, go on. No, I'm just saying, like Cliffy B's unhappy about it either, and he's upset that, like, I guess uh, they're trying to get rid of his the people that helped work, you know, work on the game with him and everything. But what does he expect at this point? Well. I haven't played the game because it's $30. Like, that's one problem. Like, I don't think most people on the PC front aren't going to... They don't really buy shooters that much anymore. You know, that aren't Call of Duty or, like, have a name attached. And a lot of the marketing for Lawbreakers was centered around him. And he's a pretty divisive figure. Like, I think he's an okay game designer, but he's kind of a jackass a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, I think... Credit to him for trying to do something different, and he, you know, he's always outspoken about things that, you know, the game industry needs to do to change. Whenever he's the one that went out and made a big deal about E three needs to die, and but he's also saying like Lawbreakers is supposed to be like a billion dollar franchise or something like that, and it's like yes, your player kind of eighty players is really going to make that happen, especially when you have PUBG and. Fortnite Battle Royale come out and just absolutely decimate your player base. That doesn't well, help you either. Well, don't worry. He's copying that idea right now. <laughs> exactly. He's going to offer a free early access Battle Royale shooter. Yeah. Dude. Called what is it, Radical Heights? Oh, God. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's called uh... Radical Heights. And it, look, listen, I mean... Fortnite's already starting to take over PUBG, and people thought PUBG was going to be unsolvable, and they're sitting here talking about wanting to support PUBG for 20 years, and, I mean, that's great and all, but I think at some point you're going to get to the... Look, you're you're having Red Dead out of Battle Royale into their game, and that's Rockstar. They're not stupid. They're doing it for a reason. I think at some point you're going to get people going, okay... We're not going to just jump to every Battle Royale game that comes out. You know, they're going to stick with the ones that they've been playing. So, Well, it's the same thing that happened with MMOs, like with, when WoW came out and EverQuest 2 and all that stuff. And then you had all these people trying to make, like, you know, the DC MMO or, like, uh, the Star Wars MMO. They, they did okay, but no one really cared about them. And the th- same thing happened, you know, seven years ago when Mobus came out, like with Dota 2 and League of Legends. It's like, okay, those are the two one- people care about. And then he had all the other crap that no one gave a shit about, like the DC one again. And like the Heroes like, of the Storm is hanging that, on. That, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, that has a name behind it, obviously, and like right. the characters. But that's about it. Remember the Dead Island MOBA? It's like... Or was it the Paragon or whatever the heck? Yeah, that's another one. (laughs) That did not uh, go. Like the Star Wars MMO is still going, right? 
Yeah, but that's actually that's after they shifted to free to play, and you know that's why it's still going. Like if people have tried to pay a monthly subscription to it, it would have been closed years ago. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, again, best of luck to. I, I think it's really desperate, mm-hmm. like nakedly desperate. Uh, and from what I've been like listening to and seeing like about the game, like it's barely functional. But of course, like the, you know, the in-game store is fully functional, but like textures are missing from the game, and it looks like very Spartan. It looks like a barely above a PS2 game. So it's like, yeah, I can. You can see where you're, you're putting your time and focus into this game right now. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously they stopped caring about it after people were just not playing it. So uh, I don't think this will do well at all. But hey, uh, I guess. Uh, well, I think it'll do well because it's free to play and it's on Steam. Like, if Fortnite was on Steam, I might give it a shot. But I'm not going to download their stupid launcher to play it. Well, a lot of other people have. <laughs> I don't know about you. I get I've gotten like five or six emails from like Epic about my you know Epic game. Someone's been trying to hack into my Epic Games account, and it's like, well, unless you guys want to play you know Shadow Complex, that's all I ever use that account for. So feel free. <laughs> I don't even have an Epic Games account, so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've gotten six. I, I've seen people get like twenty emails from Epic. It's like, holy Christ. That would uh, get on my nerves pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, Well, we were talking about MMOs. Uh, The latest WoW expansion, Battle for Azeroth, is actually officially going to be released on August 14th. So, not that long from now and comes out before all the craziness of the fall so that's a good idea for them to kind of get out there while it's still sort of summer and you know get the hype behind it and see how many people you can retain after that are you excited for this at all or uh yeah because i played in a pvp server and they're getting rid of those and i can't wait (laughs) are you interested in this story or i don't care about the story like that's never really been one for me uh, I mean, I'll probably get the game from Adam, I would assume, because that's where I got Legion from. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'll still, I mean, I'll play it. So, I mean, I'm playing WoW right now, so. <laughs> yeah, it lets you keep going with the, the WoW you've been playing, so hopefully it, you know, improves uh, the game as most of the expansions do. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a few that have been iffy, but <laughs> and they've been doing pretty good recently. So uh, yeah, I mean they have a reason to. They they have to keep that player base from dwindling even more. But yeah, but I mean it's been 14 years since that game came out, and it's still going fairly strong. So that's amazing for that. It's it's absolutely crazy that that game is still going and. It's like, man, how old this game's fourteen years old, and so much has passed in our lives, and it's still going. Well, there are kids who are probably playing it now who weren't alive when the game came out. Yeah, exactly. That that says something, right? And the fact that they're like, you know, letting you have uh, vanilla WoW and everything. 
So you can go back to playing it during that. Yeah. How it looked during that time, too. Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen, of course, is still going as well. Uh, That'll also last 14 years. <laughs> yeah. They won't even have a Final Fantasy Sixteen. They'll just keep milking Final Fantasy Fifteen for all they can. Uh, so, you know, there was supposed to be new DLC episodes coming out at some point this year, but apparently not. It's not going to come out until 2019. Good lord. These better be some amazing freaking episodes. All I'm going to say. I mean, you played more of the DLC I did of Final Fantasy XV. What did you think of it all? I love the Igneous one. Because like, he is so fun to play with. with the, okay. Uh, I only okay. played... Oh, go on. Well, no, I like, I like the Prompto one, too. It's different. The gunplay is not great uh but i liked his story i think the most because he has one of the more unique stories and gladios was boring or the same yeah, <laughs> yeah that's boring that's the one i played and i was kind of bored to tears by it i'm like yeah, it's, it's really all right boring. <laughs> uh the arden i like arden as a character i like i think getting to know more about him is that's interesting um, the Luna Freya one looks like it's basically just, here's Luna's backstory and what she had to deal with, like from her perspective, what you dealt with in that time period that you meet her in the game, which again, I guess is fine. Like if you really want to know again, this is where they, I think they messed up by, putting too much of the story into uh, the movie because that's kind of where you learn way more about her. Uh, but, you know, that's already done and dusted. We can't really go back and change any of that, honestly. The, the, the They're the, adding the, an ending with Noctis, so... They'll release a version of the movie where it's playable. Yeah. I, I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. If they uh, milk it that badly that they were like, oh, hey, you can just play the whole movie. Why not? Are yeah. you uh, interested in any of these? Or I mean, I probably won't buy it, but it's funny because when Final Fantasy fifteen got released on Steam, they're like, this is a definitive version. Should have put an asterisk next to it and said, yes, except for the DLC coming in two years from now. <laughs> Well, are they going to include that in the season pass, or are they going to charge no. you more for it? We don't know. Oh, they're going to charge you more because this this is costing them money to make. So of course they are. Yeah, probably another twenty five dollars. I'd assume. It's still not not too terrible. Maybe thirty because this is four episodes. So yeah, that's true. There's also going to be some kind of Tomb oh, Raider like... and Final Fantasy fifteen crossover. I think, yeah, they're also spinning off Comrades into some, like, standalone thing, which is like, alright. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. But yeah, hey. the Tomb Raider Final Fantasy fifteen thing is dumb, but I'll, I may give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to release more info about all this in about ten days, so we'll see how that goes. Just... 
I I mean I'm fine with going back and playing Cyberpunk 2015. Just don't know why we gotta take so long to make it. But all right, again, just better be freaking awesome if you're making people wait that long. The uh, I know, speaking of making people wait, Sam Fisher still don't know if we're getting. Maybe this means that we are officially getting a Spinner Cell game this year. That's a rumor that came out that we talked about. He's going to show up in uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I think it might have, might even be here because it, it was supposed to come out like a few days ago. Maybe. Yeah. I think it came out like, yes, like two days ago or something like that. But you get like a bunch of sand, you get like a bunch of Splinter Cell gear in the game if you want, if you do the mission. Hey, hey are you going to, does this make you want to yeah. get Sam Fisher and... Well, now that me and my buddy finished Far Cry, like, I still got to help him with his Far Cry 5 game, but like, we'll probably both load up Wildlands and do that. Yeah, there you go. Get some Splinter Cell gear and uh, go to Bolivia and hunt down stuff. Just watch out for the... Uh, Predator. That and the high altitude that you're going to be you're yeah. gonna be in. Uh, Mega Man X, we've talked about this about... Three or four times, yeah. I feel like. But the Mega Man X Legacy Collection, of course, is coming out split because Capcom wants to charge you and make money. Uh, something Capcom has been no made no secret about. They want to make money off of their old stuff, and they will make you pay for it if you want it. Uh, in July... You know, go ahead. You know, it would help them if they made their new stuff better so that people bought that instead yeah except Every... for except for monster hunter like their last few games of stunk <laughs> yeah re7 it's like they make one good one a year re7 and that was then... last year i mean that, that, yeah. that was a good one but street fighter 5 was a disaster and marvel vs capcom infinite was another disaster uh, they, they at least they made good on street fighter they're in marvel vs capcom they've obviously just put that to pasture and it's yeah. probably not just Capcom. That's also Disney getting involved and kind of screwing them a little bit. And yeah. then the licenses screwing them too, maybe, that they couldn't have X-Men at that point. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, ever since Capcom announced that they were going to do stuff with their old games, them hoarding out all this doesn't surprise me at all, but... July 24th, you can get all the Mega Man X games if you want them. Just get ready to pay 40 bucks for all of them. Or just pay 20 bucks for uh, the split of X through 4 or X5 through 8. And, between, the, uh, between the two, the first X1 through X4 is a collection you'd want. <laughs> Yeah, I would agree on that as well, even though I've only like, played like a couple of the X games. X8 is a cool game. X5 through X7 are not. <laughs> <laughs> Paying 20 bucks for one game that's old? Uh, I mean, it's not unheard of, I guess. But yeah. At least it's coming to Switch day one this time. So that's a plus for Switch owners. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of old games, uh, Shenmue 1 and 2 are getting re-released. Not remastered. Re-released with some kind of up-res. Um, they are going to be 30 bucks for both games. I think that's fair. Um, if they were doing more than a sort of half up-res, maybe you can charge more, but I think this is sort of the best you can do uh, for it being on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and you get to pick between the Japanese or English. I mean, cool, I guess. I, I have two thoughts. One is that I'm not going to buy it for myself, but I will try to buy it for my friend Frank because he was the one who reviewed it for GameSpot like way back in the day uh-huh. and, and gave it the notorious like 6.8 for Shenmue 1 that like the fans have never forgiven him for. <laughs> and the second thing is, is the game's supposed to have achievements. And I really hope there's like an achievement for like drive forklift in real time for a week. <laughs> I would not be surprised if there was one. It'd be hilarious to me. Let's do it. Let's make crazy ass achievements because why not? Yeah. I mean, do you like Shenmue? I like it well enough. I I, I mean, I, I I thought it's overrated. Like, I I, I thought it looked impressive, like te- like technically at the time, like it was on Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like, I didn't like the gameplay at all. And I didn't like the story, and I didn't really didn't like the combat. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I like this idea, right? For uh, hey. there's games that have come after it that have done this way better. Yes, it's called Yakuza. <laughs> yeah, Yakuza, even um, Sleeping Dogs. All right, sorry about that. The dog. Uh, you know, I said he was had having a, some issues. <laughs> had, a, had a small heart attack. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, old games keep uh, having things happen here. As fi- You know, we talked about Chrono Trigger on Steam being bad. And at least Square Enix tried to do something about it. They put in a patch that lets you play with the original graphics. So, even that should have been in there from the beginning, but, you know. Yeah, I think, but it's Square, and they're not known for their bright ideas most of the time. (laughs) I mean, they do great PC ports of games that are recently released. They do terrible PC ports of old games. Well, it's because they always, always, like, just port over the mobile version, and it's like... That's not the yeah, one people want most of the time. Like, it'd be nice, like, basically just offering the option. Like, if you want to play with the SNES graphics and look, you know, you can. Which... Especially since it wasn't on the SNES Classic or whatever. Like, just. No, Chrono Trigger wasn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't. Yeah. So, why not okay. give them that opportunity? Like, you have, you have to wonder, like, why it wasn't. Like, was this the reason? But if it was, why wasn't the original. That's a really stupid reason considering yeah like, like... I, I got nothing against secret of mana i mean i haven't played it but between the two chrono trigger is 
probably the more prestigious one. Or like Especially the most... considering Secret of Mana was having a remaster. Like, not to... Yeah. Like, Chrono Trigger is not. Ever, probably. Just wait. They get a, they'll get a Kiriatoriyama back in there and have him redo Chrono and everyone else. That would be amazing, but... I don't know. What? Did you ever uh, see that PS1 intro? Yeah, that I I yeah. have the I had the PS one version. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. Fan those cutscenes are great. It would be great if they could have them in the Voice. PC version. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, well, don't yeah. worry. After they get done with their Final Fantasy seven remake, you know, in twenty twenty five, they'll work on Chrono Chrono Trigger. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably just keep doing something with Final Fantasy VII, I'm sure. Or, no, or no, they'll no. be on Kingdom Hearts, whatever the hell, no, but four by the, then. After they, they're done, they'll start remaking the remake of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, God. That, you know what? That would be something I could laugh off, but seriously, you have to wonder. Yeah. Uh, I was. Well, I mean, if they're gonna make it into episodes, who knows how many episodes they'll try to string out of that thing? So, yep. <laughs> you know. They said three, but I could see them easily trying to do way more than three. Um. So yeah, a lot of stuff with old games uh, this week. So uh, Microsoft, of course, they're not stupid. They know where their bread is buttered, and that's in old games. <laughs> uh. So Xbox, uh, the original Xbox. Backwards compatibility was something that got a lot of attention when it first came out. People were kind of excited about it. Uh, they've actually put the games on the digital store so you can buy them as well. And the same thing is going to happen here with in two sets. Actually, today, I think, right? I don't know if right now, but probably in probably a two. few hours. Yeah, two hours from now. <laughs> uh, you can play these games here. Blinks the Time Sweeper. We've all been waiting to play Blinks the Time Sweeper again. Uh, Breakdown, Conquer, Live and Reloaded, uh, Morrowind, which that is a fantastic game. Hunter the Reckoning, I always thought was underrated. It was a really fun uh, co-op game that uh, I think doesn't get enough credit for uh, making that, you know, the zombie thing uh, happen. Jade Empire, which I know Mark hates that game. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Panzer Dragoon Orta, which is fantastic, and... Uh, SSX3. So. Uh, then we have. Like, I Of that list, I'd say Orta is probably the one you'd probably want to buy. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe I, SSX3. I definitely uh, want Orta. I wouldn't say Morrowind because the PC version is probably way better <laughs> and cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. Is it and less than $10? It has been. <laughs> Let's say that. Also, really? like, uh, I don't think it, it might not be the game of the year edition that they're releasing on Xbox. And also, any computer made in the past decade could play Morrowind, no problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Uh, so, it's up to you. whether you, If you really want to have it on a console, then it's there for you. I no? I actually did play Morrowind on consoles. Like I that Xbox version is the one I played, and I got like way into it. Yeah, it was really good for its time. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, the 
Then after that, you get uh, Destroy All Humans. This is on the 26th, by the way. Uh, Full Spectrum Warrior, Mercenaries, Playground of Destruction, MX Unleashed, Panzer Elite Action, Fields of Glory. This is only for Europe. Then you get a bunch of Star Wars games. The original Battlefront, along with Battlefront 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Jedi Starfighter, Knights of the Republic 2, which is the game people have been waiting on. And then Republic Commando, which... Uh, I mean, if you're into Star Wars, you get a lot of games there, especially if you have the disc still. Mercenaries, that's the one to get from that list. Was that the better one, or was it the original? That's the original, that's a good one. Okay. Mercenaries 2 is when they fucked it all up. I did like the Mercenaries game, so. Plus, uh, no, no microtransactions in these two Battlefront games. Yeah, (laughs) The original good ones, so. Uh, I think BAFTA's the last of the giving out awards for games from last year, if I'm not mistaken. They have award shows every two months, it seems. Yeah, it seems like, yeah, every two months we're talking about award shows for games that came out last year. Uh, Tim Schafer got, I think, the Lifetime Achievement, what amounts to the Lifetime Achievement Award, probably. Uh, Hellblade gets an artistic achievement, no surprise. Uh, it also gets the audio achievement, which is the bigger, no surprise. Uh, best game is What Remains of Edith Finch. Okay. Look, I know a lot of people like that game, but... Alright. Uh, I would maybe not say that, but okay. <laughs> uh, best British I, I... game, Hellblade. <laughs> yeah. Is there a Doctor Who game this year? We can nominate that yeah. instead. <laughs> right. Uh, Gora Gora was, is good. Uh, I don't know about debut game, but there's other debut games that are probably better than that. But again, it seems like they're giving Annapurna a lot of love here. Uh, Overwatch gets best evolving game. That seems kind of a no-brainer. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey gets best family game. All right. Uh Game Beyond Entertainment, Hellblade. Yeah, I would, I'd, I'd probably say near, but that's me. Yeah, uh, but I think what they're trying to point out is like, I guess one of those like makes you think about it afterwards game or. But near also does that too. Yeah. Uh, game innovation, Dozen of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I could. I can see that because, like, they changed the hell out of that formula. Oh, they did, certainly. I'll give them credit for that. Yeah. Um, and made you, and it's a different way to also play an open world game, too, where they don't have a lot of... It's not just out there set for you, here's where you go, whatever. you got to do a lot of exploring yourself, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 wins for best multiplayer. That's surprising. Like, I'm happy at one. That's kind of surprising to me, though. <laughs> Yeah, of, of all the things it was going to win for, uh, multiplayer would not have been one of the ones I would think of. Music, Cuphead, it does have really good music. Um, like jazz, old school uh, type music from that era. Uh, not my favorite soundtrack of the year, but it's really good music. Just That's fine. Uh, Night in the Woods, I wouldn't say has the best narrative. It's probably in the top five narratives. It's well worth being nominated, but you know, near is better. And 
Wolfenstein is better. But all right. Yep. Uh, I, Divinity might be better also. Yeah, Divinity might also be uh, better there. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn gets best original property. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, not 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 a sequel and not part of an, like, an existing franchise, and certainly. I don't know. I would think that, like, Cuphead could have won that. But it's fair enough. They probably wanted to give something to Horizon. And uh, Melina Jurgens, who also won the VGA award for this uh, best voice acting, best performer for Hellblade as Senua, which I'm fine with that. She was great in that. And then considering she was not a voice actress really coming into this and they just lacked her voice and picked her, I think that's fair enough there. Yeah. So what's more impressive? A Way Out sells a million copies, Shovel Knight sells two million copies by now, and a Resident Evil 7 has five million worldwide, and I think 7.2 overall? I'd say probably Resident Evil 7, because Resident Evil 6 bombed so hard. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Uh, Shovel Knight selling does not surprise me at this point. They're still coming out with new, uh, what, the Golden Knight? thing drops in a couple of days or out now or I don't know where that stands but it's not too far off uh, it's a game you can easily get into anybody can play it doesn't surprise me uh, Way Out kind of does surprise me that it hit a million copies yeah um, you'd hope it, it would give EA like pause about like single player or well, relatively single player games I mean it's not obviously but you know story based narrative yeah. games but it won't. <laughs> they had one out of the two, right? Because Fee didn't do yeah. too well. So I, I tried to play Fee, and I, just, I got nowhere in it. So. <laughs> Did you ever actually do the review for Fee? No, because I couldn't get past the first puzzle. <laughs> uh, Sega Japan announced the Mega Drive Mini. Uh... You know, this would be great if you didn't have the same people who did the flashback console do this. Yeah, at games. So they're going to fuck it all up. <laughs> I was like, and also this really means nothing unless what games are on it. So, yeah, they already said Sonic 3 is not going to be part of it. Well, that just continues that whole deal like, with Michael Jackson. Frog. It, it, I mean, honestly, at this point, just replace the song. You know, just, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, really, you can't. Like, did Michael Jackson a, put a hold on that where you can't? Like,. Or this relations to something the estate, like. <clears throat> but I mean, if Sega just like was like, okay, here's Sonic Three. We have to place this one song from you know Green Hilltop Zone or whatever because of the or Angel Island Zone. I think that's the one because of this. Fans would probably be fine, you know. We'll, we'll at least get the game. Yeah, people would want the game over one song. Like, but you know they're or like I said, it's relations to song, but. It's... I think they're making a big deal out of nothing there. It's like, come on, Sega. But honestly, it's the fact that they're still at games making this thing makes me want to stay clear away. Like, no way. <laughs> yeah. It, we'll see how this goes, but it's not like there's not other Sega. Plus, they're releasing a freaking collection without the need of having a console. This for... is already, and aside from like the collections they released for the 360 and ps3 like last generation cycle 
Yeah, and now we know why they did not release any of those collections for the Switch, because they're going to try to do what uh, Neo Geo is doing, and try to yes. make money off of the individual games on the Switch. The problem with that philosophy is that Neo Geo games are actually worth that. Genesis games aren't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's 15 Genesis games that are worth doing that for. But, but they I wouldn't get them all. Like, like, I just don't Latin. understand why. And this leads me more to believe again that either the virtual console is not happening or the virtual console is going to be the uh, subscription service and Sega's trying to milk anything they can before that comes out. I, don't... I mean, having a Switch now, I I don't think the virtual console is going to happen. Why, do you, why not? I, I just don't think that system is built well enough. Like, organization-wise, or, like, the system in U.S. to handle, like, virtual console. Because I only get, like, ten tiles. They could change that, though. That's a software update. I mean, they could, but I don't see Nintendo doing that. Like, they never they never even did that for the Wii. You could, there was only, like, what, 24 tiles? 20 yeah. tiles, maybe? And it's like, if you got more, it's like, oh, well. It's like, that's... Yeah, you had not, to hit the more button or whatever the hell. No, that, that was it. Like, you only had 24 or, like, 36 total. Because I ran into that problem because I had, like, my Wii had a bunch of virtual console stuff. And at some point, they were like, well, you can put it on an SD card for you. And then you have to, cop, like, delete one game and then copy the game over from the SD card to be for, for it to be on the system. Oh, It's like, what kind of bum-ass system is that? <laughs> like, just like, have really? to run off the SD card. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard to just keep creating tiles. I mean, other systems do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, ask somebody from Sony. It's not that hard. Uh, I mean, I, y'all I, are two Japanese companies. I'm sure that they talk to each other. I don't think it would be hard for them to do a virtual console. I just don't think they're interested in it. I think it's also... They probably want to see how well they're online system is taken to like if people actually purchase it yeah and they make money from that then they might say okay this is worth funding but i still think it's well worth it for them to explore the game pass type system instead of the way that they did it before i bet you could get people to actually buy a switch just for that now i think the game pass idea would all depend on which games they have because I don't think they could get a lot of third-party games. I think it'd just be Nintendo crap, which is well. Still if it's old stuff, then no. Well, I think like even like old Nintendo games would be worthwhile, but I, I don't. I well, it's Nintendo, so I don't think they see the value in that at all. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, again... I mean, just like just like Sony doesn't see the value in that for like PS. Is it PS Now? Yeah, but PS Now, they already made it. They couldn't really do anything with changing. I mean, I don't know how much they would have to do to make it to where, like, Game Pass, where you could download the game and. Yeah. You're just running out the system. Which is what, like, if PS Now was basically, like, download a PS3 game on your system and run it, I'd, I'd subscribe. Right. I'd, exactly. But it's not. So it's something like the emulated, or, like, running off the network or something like that crap. And it's like, this doesn't work for a lot of games. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't. 
And uh, the man that still does stuff with old games, making uh, big records, of course, the one that has so much glory with uh, Donkey Kong, uh, Billy Mitchell has his scores disqualified. He says that he's going to show everyone that that is all legit in some form or fashion. He's going to jump in his time machine and... (laughs) Record oh. himself playing the scores. <laughs> I mean, cool. I mean, I get it. Like, this is his sort of claim to fame, so protect yourself all you can, whatever, but, uh, you know. He, he always comes across as, a, like, a dickhead, so this is his, like, comeuppance, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it sure is, but it's like, okay. <laughs> you know, like... Oh, it's funny that, like, uh... His one of his one of his like uh, you know defenses were like oh this one guy this refer- twin galaxy referee and like gamer also he's the one who saw me do all this stuff and that guy also got disqualified for like lying about scores so it's like you may not want to just like point to that guy <laughs> yeah I mean there's probably some shadiness going on it from Twin Galaxy's point of view too but I don't think not anymore because I think when just, I think Jace Hall took control of it in like 2014 and they tried like, this is the whole point is they tried to clean it up like it was the last guy like Walter Day he's the one who kind of even do you ever watch King of Kong no oh watch watch that sometime he comes across as like you know, being impartial or whatever, but he comes across as very biased towards Billy Mitchell. Well, that does not uh, help things at all there. Like, the whole, one of the cruxes of that movie was, like, it was Steve Weeb. Uh, he recorded uh, him playing Donkey Kong, like, from from his arcade arcade machine on a videotape, and he sent it in. And uh, Walter Day was like, no, you, you can't, like, tapes don't, your tape doesn't matter. Like he has to play it in front of us or whatever. So he played it and he got a score like that beat Billy Mitchell's, and then Billy Mitchell sent in a tape and Walter Davis just accepted it. Uh, and Steve wow. Weeb was like, "Uh, what? <laughs> like that's not cool." <laughs> okay, you just told them he couldn't use the tape, but here you are letting Billy Mitchell use the tape. Okay. Yeah. So I would like. Watch that movie when you get a chance. It's really fun. It's really good and funny. That's where you see like Billy Mitchell as like most villainous. Doesn't <sighs> surprise me at all, really. But something that uh, makes me laugh because it should have been addressed from the beginning, and it took them this long. Basically, they're doing this now because they're not making any more money off the microtransactions, so they can. They can do this now. Uh, Shadow of Wars are moving their microtransactions because, quote, the core promise of the Nemesis system is to ability to build relationships with your personal allies and enemies in dynamic open world while purchasing orcs in the market is more immediate and provides additional player options. We have kind of realized that providing this choice risks undermining the heart of our game. What? You just now realize this now? Bullshit. It's more, it's more like law lawmakers were sniffing around our loot boxes, so 
we're yanking this out before they ask us any questions. <laughs> you knew that this undermined your nemesis system from the word go. Everybody told you that. In reviews, in uh, fans saying it, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, when I was reviewing it, yeah. It's like, come on, man. Stop acting like everybody's dumb. Basically, the government and probably you're not making what you were making at the beginning from this stuff. So you're going, okay, let's take it out. No big deal. We'll make it look like we did something great and... Apparently, they're also trying to fix their Shadow War system, like the grind at the end of the game, like to see the actual that ending. That should have been fixed a long time ago, too. No, that shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> and they're waiting until July. Yeah, like if you have any gold, it'll, it'll be like converted to items or whatever. But it's like items don't matter in that game at all. Like, <laughs> it's, it's gross. Like, you have to wonder if, like, this if, like, the loot box stuff actually impacted the game sales much. Because, like, if I didn't get it for review, I probably would have gotten that game. Just because how gross I, I would have, If I did get that game, I would have got it on PC. That's sad that how much people love that first game and then they just... How much they ruined it in the second one. Speaking of that, guess what game is $15 right now on Amazon? What game is that? Metal Gear Survive. That does not surprise me at all. Yeah. Came out two months ago. <laughs> Oof. Konami, you just know how to ruin your your games. Here. Uh, My Hero Academia's actually their their game has a name. It's called One's Justice. It follows uh, the same sort of thing from the game, the way that you battle. It has a sidekick system. Sort of a la Marvel's Capcom where they kind of come in and do their move and get out. You can destroy stuff. It looks cool. I'm sort of interested in it because I love the anime and everything. But, you know, I don't know that I'm jumping to buy it or anything. Maybe one of those when it gets uh, lower on the price range. Sure. Uh, like... I don't think it helped at all that uh, the Sword Art Online alternative, the Gun Gale Online, that the game came out first, and now they're having the anime come out because the game didn't do the anime any favors. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I really feel like I should go play. Like I watched like two episodes of the anime. I feel like I wish I should go watch. I should go uh, play PUBG or something now. It's. I feel like I learned something from watching that anime and it was like way too into that. Like, okay, you can tone it down on the tactics and stuff. Uh, so Rampage won the weekend because there was nothing out. If, yeah, uh, but a, a Quiet Place almost beat it, which is really sad when you think about it. <laughs> well, the movie was not good, so. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, okay. dumb fun, but it's like... Really, really dumb. I like how The Rock was like, oh, I've been in bad game movies before. Did you ever see Doom? And it's like, uh, you're in Rampage, dude. Like, this isn't much of a big step up. <laughs> how appropriate are the two video game-based movies? Just that trend just keeps going on. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> I heard Quiet Place is pretty good, though. Yeah, like, it, oh. if it was playing around here, I'd see it, probably. <laughs> 
It's uh, a testament that Black Panther is still in six. Yeah. <laughs> Making five million. Uh, Ready Player One is in fourth. Made 11 million in blockers, but John Cena. Made 10.3. He is now a single again after breaking it off with Nikki Bella. So. Now, which oh. wrestler do you think Nikki's going to go after next? <laughs> she can go back to Dolph again, I guess. <laughs> he's, he's not doing anything. Uh, yeah. I wonder if they're going to keep going with all the total bellas and all that stuff after. I think now, I think for sure because now it can be like Nikki Nikki's dating life. Oh yeah, well, plus and they'll uh, have like they'll have skits of her like being on Tinder or something. <laughs> the thirsty people on Tinder, man, that's going to be nuts. Uh, Jessica Jones gets season three. No surprise. Really? Yeah, like I saw the story and I was like, yeah, of course it is. It's getting a season three. Like, how is this a big shock? <laughs> uh, Silicon Valley also gets a season six. Yep. That doesn't surprise me either. I question how long that show is going to keep going on. That's my big kind of curiosity. Like, it does well enough for HBO, I assume. Yeah. But, like, those guys are getting more and more popular. So that's my that's the question. Like, oh, but they're also not really doing anything else. That one guy. I mean, is... uh, what's his face? Richard is in the Verizon commercial, but no, like, like uh, Kumali uh, Johnny, he came out with like that sick movie last year that like won a bunch of awards and stuff. Oh, that's right. I, I don't watch a lot of the RT stuff, so yeah. Uh I mean, hey, I, I've been enjoying the season. Kind of is. Oh, sure. At. Have you been liking the? Uh, my concern is always going to be the same. Like they're just never going to get. They can't do it, but I want them to succeed. To succeed, but it's always going to be the like the sitcom trope of, oh, they'll succeed for one episode and then immediately crash the next episode or something like that. I feel like they can only succeed when they know it's going to end. Yeah. Because, like, I think for them, the whole crux of that is how they keep screwing up every time that they have that opening to succeed. Yeah. Or that there's always somebody after them, like Gavin Belson is, you know, still after them and, you know, all that. I'm I'm still kind of waiting for, like, Richard and Monica to hook up. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's also one of those, like, they, they need to, they keep hinting at that and I'm... I wonder if <laughs> at this one, I wonder if it's like going to be more like Jared and Richard do something or <laughs> Richard and Monica do something. Yeah. So, <laughs> Cause that's like always been an undertone of the show too. So, uh, that's, yeah. We'll, so we'll see how that goes. Are you, um, are you excited for Westworld? Oh yeah. I actually watched, uh, the season finale a few, like a few days ago. Yeah, I need to. I probably need to rewatch that before it comes on and again. I, I'm happy my friend, my one friend in the show, got promoted for season two. Uh, who? What friend is? Is that somebody I would know or not? Uh, no. her name is Tallulah Riley. Uh, I forget her name in the show because she's a, she, she's in it for a few episodes, but she's not like she's not huge. Her name is Angela in the show. She's mm-hmm. like one of the attractive hosts. Oh, okay. I don't. Yeah, think one, I... I'll, I'll send you a picture of her offline. She's in a few episodes of Doctor Who, also. Ah. 
Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she was also married to Elon Musk. <laughs> oh well. Twice. Uh, <laughs> damn, twice. What the hell's going on, Elon? Oh, they got married and split up, and then they got married again. <laughs> okay. Elon, what's wrong with you, man? You uh, got too much of that crazy stuff going on uh, on the brain right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is a sort of... It's a big week for games. Three... Well, two big games and one peripheral that will probably be huge. Uh, for the Switch, and then Phantom Trigger and Wild Guns Reloaded comes out as well. But God of War, of course, on Friday, uh, and Yakuza, which is out right now. Uh, so, Yakuza 6, by the way. Um, That's a good game. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty great game. So if you have not played, if you're excited for Yakuza, I'm sure you've already got it pre-downloaded and ready to go. God of War, I'm sure, is the same thing for most people. Uh, of course, you know, that's amazing. Uh, Mark will be uh, getting to play it pretty quickly here. And uh, Lavo, I have no idea if one of the Switch people, one of the many Switch people that we have on staff are going to get it. I am not. I was, but just not going to spend $70 on that right now. And... I don't know, I'd, I'm just worried that I'd buy it and then my daughter would lose interest in like a day and then I'm sitting here with something I just paid 70 bucks for, so. Yeah. If uh, it was like 30, I'd buy, I'd buy, I might buy it, but yeah, not 70. I'd, I'd agree. Like if it was 30, and I can understand if the robot was like 50 or something, but yeah, I just, I can't, right, you know, unless it was like something where she's just like, oh my God, I want to get this right now and I could see her playing it for weeks, but. Just yeah, that's that's an investment, you know. So you can buy another game for that uh, that you might want, and you you can buy God of War instead, and and you'll know you'll you'll enjoy that. So we'll have uh, at least God of War to talk about next week, if not uh, more things. So we we'll look forward to that until maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday. We'll see whenever, you whenever you don't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, whenever I don't fall asleep. <laughs> we'll see you then, folks. Later. Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.